Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is Apostle Nicole Reddick with Converting Souls International Ministries. This week we will be, this month we will be studying on blessed for the second teaching that was posted in April, May of this month to the podcast. Remember, I am trying to catch up on the preaching of stuff I've already posted. So this week we are going to be talking about being blessed. 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 Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your word. I thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. I pray that you would touch the hearts and minds of each person that listens to the podcast. I pray that you will open up their ears and eyes of understanding that they may hear what the Spirit is saying to the church, God. I pray that their hearts be open to receive your word in the name of Jesus. I pray that they have this understanding of what blessed truly is each week in this four-part teaching. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Luke, the first chapter, the 28th verse. We're talking about blessed. Week 1, blessed. Luke 1, 28. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hell, thou art that are highly favored the Lord is with thee blessed art thou among women here we have an angel of God named Gabriel speaking to Mary sent by God with a message And he says unto her, Hell, you are highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed are you among women. The Lord is with you. Blessed. Blessed. What does he mean by blessed? Blessed in this verse means one whom has acted, whom God has acted upon or experienced the blessings of God. In this particular verse, blessing, the blessing of God means to be eulogized, to be well spoken of. Here, the angel is bringing a message from God and he is saying, hell, highly favored one. He is speaking well of her hell highly favored one the Lord is with thee uh oh number two to be blessed the Lord has to be with you blessed he said are you among women as we can see God is speaking highly or the angel is speaking highly of Mary she is blessed 
She is blessed. She is blessed. And as you read down, he is beginning to talk about what is about to happen, the assignment God has for Mary. In verse 30, he says, And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary. Here we go again. For thou hast found favor with God. He's found favor. She's found favor with God. Another part of being blessed is that you have favor with God. And he has chosen her to bring forth his son. He has chosen her for an assignment. He is about to act upon her and she is about to experience the blessings of God. Now, she's being blessed. And let's see what Mary's response to the angel is. He, she says, um, he says in verse 31, the angel is still speaking to Mary. Thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name Jesus. To conceive means to be impregnated by. You are about to bear a child. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. But Mary, and I'm going to skip down. He's, she's saying unto the angel, how shall this be? See, I know not a man. And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. The Son of God. So what is her assignment? To conceive... To give birth to the Son of God. And, and he's telling her that her cousin has also been impregnated. And she was in her sixth month. She conceived and was in her sixth month. Verse 37. The angel is speaking again. For with God nothing shall be impossible. She said, how can this be knowing I know not a man? For with God, nothing is impossible. And Mary said, behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. Here is her acceptance of God's assignment to bring forth his son into the world. She is highly favored. She is blessed because God has chosen her for an assignment. He's acting upon her. And how is he going to act upon her but by his spirit? The Holy Ghost just overshadowed her. Covered her. 
and she was pregnant. For with God, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. Matthew, the 25th chapter. The 34th verse. Matthew, the 25th chapter. The 33rd through the 34th verse. And here we are having Jesus is speaking of being blessed again. And another definition of to be blessed means to greet kindly or benevolent greeting from one person to the next. So you're being blessed. There's a blessing here. When someone greets you kindly or benevolently. When the Son of Man shall come in his glory, I went up to 31. And the holy angels with him, then he shall sit upon the throne of his glory. And he's talking about the reaping and that's in Revelation as well. We're going to go down to 33. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Then shall the king, and he's talking about himself, shall say unto them on his right hand, Come ye blessed of my father. Blessed of my father. Here he's given a kind greeting to those that love him, to ex that accepted him. And he said, Come. Ye blessed of my father. Christ is always asking him, us to come to him. To come. Come. Blessed of my father. This time he's saying. Why would they be blessed of his father? And we're going to get to that in Matthew the 11th chapter. When he says, come unto me all ye that labor. And are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. He is always asking us. To come. To give us something significant. Blessed of my father. Here he says. Inherit the kingdom. Prepare for you. From the foundation of the world. That is something significant. You are about to inherit a kingdom because you came to Jesus Christ before you die. You are about to inherit a kingdom when he come in the reaping and he sit the sheep on the right side and the goats on the left. And he's going to say to you on the right side, on the right hand, come ye blessed of my father. Ye blessed of my father. Psalms 118. Psalms 118.26 Blessed be he that cometh in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you out 
of the house of the Lord. Bless. Here is another greeting of kindness and benevolence. Blessed be he that cometh in the name of the Lord. You got to come in the name of Jesus Christ. You got to come in the name of Jesus Christ. Come in the name of the Lord. Matthew, the 23rd chapter. You got to come in the name of the Lord. Verse 39. Here is Jesus again. He's weeping over Jerusalem. And in verse 39 he says, For I say unto you, ye shall not see me henceforth till ye shall say, Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. And he's prophesying to them. Something that we just read in the book of Psalms. And he's saying, you're going to tell me. And you're going to greet me kindly. And you're going to greet me benevolently. And you're going to say, blessed are you that come in the name of the Lord. You coming in the name of the Lord. Luke 1, 28. We just talked about Luke 128. Let's go to 42, verse 42. Okay. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb. This is Elizabeth speaking to Mary. And she is saying, calling her, greeting her benevolently. Blessed art thou among women. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb. Verse 42, we just went over. Blessed art thou among women. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb. Why? Because we have the understanding that God has acted upon Mary and she has experienced the blessing of God. Verse 45 says, And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told of her from the Lord. Mary is blessed here. She was greeted by Elizabeth with a salutation of kindness and benevolence. And here, because she believed, Mary believed, she is now experiencing the blessings of God. She is highly favored. And she has found favor because God has chosen her for an assignment. And she received and she believed. And at this moment she has not delivered, but she will.
So she has been impregnated. Luke 2. Luke chapter 2 verse 6. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Here she is and she has delivered. She has accomplish that which God had favored her to accomplish she has completed her assignment she gave birth to the son of God she is blessed and highly favored She is blessed and highly favored. We talked about, uh, we talked about. We talked about Jesus prophesying they will call him blessed and that he will come in the name of the Lord. That is a prophecy from Zechariah the ninth chapter, but we're going to go to John because it repeats the same thing. John 12, 13. On the next day, much people that were come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went forth to meet him and cried, Hosanna, blessed is the king of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the king. Blessed art thou, Lord Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah. Hosanna means exclamation of adoration. Here they are greeting him benevolently and kindly. And they're calling him blessed. Let's go to Luke, the second chapter. Matthew 3.13. Matthew 3.13. Matthew 3.13. Matthew 3.13 says <coughs> through 17. Here it is. Jesus is being baptized by John. 
And in verse 17, 16, he says, And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were open unto him. Here we have an open heaven. And he saw the Spirit of God ascending, I mean, descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Here God has acted upon Jesus after the baptism of John the Baptist for Jesus. And he's saying he saw an open heaven. He had a vision from God. And he saw the Spirit of God ascending, descending like a dove upon him. So it came down. It was descending. And lo, a voice from heaven. Here is God's eulogy of Christ. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Blessed is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. eulogy is God's action in man's life to bring him to the desired relationship with himself and there are different times that God will eulogize us or what we call bless us God's blessings of eulogy is God's action in man's life to bring him to the desired relationship with himself. This is a blessing or eulogy of God. We already found that when we have favor in God's eyes, we are blessed because he's putting an action upon us. We are experiencing the blessing of God. So now when God wants to bring us to a desired relationship with him, the Bible is showing us that he will eulogize. He will bless us and we will be blessed. And how does he does do this? In Matthew the 17th chapter. Matthew 11. Matthew 11 verses 27 through 30 all things are delivered unto me of my father and no man knoweth the son but the father needeth knoweth any man the father save the son and he to whom soever the son will reveal him Verse 28, he's saying, Come unto me again a greeting. 
God, Jesus is calling us again unto him. He's telling us to come to him. What is the significance of coming to him here in this verse? Because remember we read before when he says, Come, blessed of my father, inherit. He wanted us to inherit something. So here, what is the blessing of God in this verse? He says, Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Christ is always giving us something when he says, Come unto me. We better start going to God because then we understand there's a blessing in store for us. All ye that labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. And he's telling us to come unto him. Why? He want to give us something. He want to give us something. And he's telling us he wants to give us rest. So let's break down this verse. What are we resting from? We are resting from the labor of heavy laden. So, okay, well, let me understand what heavy laden is. Heavy laden is the labor of sinfulness. The labor of sinfulness. So, how can God or how can Jesus give you rest? How can he give you rest from your labor of sinfulness? Matthew, the second chapter. Matthew, the second chapter. I'm sorry, Mark the second chapter. Mark the second chapter. Three. Three through twelve. And in these verses. And in these verses, Jesus talking about forgiving you of your sins and brings a healing. What did the man do? He went to Jesus. What did Jesus say? Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. Here, verse 3, and they came unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which has born a four. And when they could not come by night unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. And Jesus saw their faith. What did they do? They had faith. And what did we learn before about faith? It is the work of God in you. 
He saith unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Come to Christ. He will forgive you of your sins and bring you a healing to your soul. Come unto Christ because he want to give you something. Psalms 32. He want to give you something. He want to give you something. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. But you can't get it covered. You can't get it forgiven if you don't come like he said. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity. You don't want God to say, this iniquity is on you. You want him to say, you are forgiven, it is covered. And in whose spirit there is no guile. What's coming out of you? What's coming out of you? Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven. Romans the fourth chapter. Romans the fourth chapter. Even as David also described the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputeth righteousness without works, saying, Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Verse 21. Here we have Abraham. And being fully persuaded. He was strong in faith. He staggered not at the promises of God. Neither should you. If God is calling you for an assignment. Or if he is telling you something. You are blessed. If Jesus is calling you to come unto him. You are blessed. If you come and do what you need to do. If you receive it and complete your assignment. If you receive it, he said, come unto me and I will give you rest. And being fully persuaded, Abraham was fully persuaded what God had promised, he was also able to perform. And therefore, it was counted to him for righteousness. Is your faith working that it will count unto you for righteousness? See, Abraham went to God. He believed him. And he believed and he received. When you go to God, when God is calling you, he will perform it. But it is by your faith that you can receive it. You have to believe your faith has to work. You have to receive it. What did Mary do? She said, be it unto me according to your word. Be it unto me. She received it. She accepted it. Abraham was fully persuaded in his mind that what God had promised, he would do it. And because he was fully persuaded and he believed, his faith was at work. It counted to him 
for righteousness. Because he believed God, God did not impute sin on him. His sin was covered. His sin was covered. Mark, the second chapter. The 15th through the 17th verse. And it came to pass that as Jesus sat at meat in his house, many publicans and sinners sat also together with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many, and they followed him. And when the scribes and Pharisees saw him eating with publicans and sinners, they said unto his disciples, How is it that he eateth and drinketh with publicans and sinners? When Jesus heard it, here we go, Christ at work again, he saith unto him, they that are whole have no need for a physician. That means you and me who are not sick, we don't have to go to the doctor. We have no need for him. But they that are sick, they that are sinners, he is saying, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. He's calling again. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. He wants to give you rest. He wants to give you something. Will you receive it? He said, I will give you rest. Come unto me. Come unto me. I want to give you something. Blessed. You want to hear that at the reaping. You want to be on God's right hand, Jesus' right hand. And you want to hear him say, Blessed of my Father. Blessed of my Father. Now, let's deal with the heavy laden. What is our example with the heavy laden? What do you mean? Now, I used to also understand heavy laden as being the weight of sin. But in this teaching, we are not going to teach it that way. We're going to go to Mark, the first chapter. Mark, the first chapter. Mark the first chapter, the 21st verse. And they went into Capernaum, and straightway on the Sabbath he entered into the synagogue and taught. Here, 21 through 26, Jesus is about to help this man from his heavy laden. Why? Because he came, like Jesus said. Listen to the description here. And he entered the synagogues and taught. And they were astonished at his doctrine. Doctrine means teaching. They were astonished. He, for he taught them as one that having authority and not as the scribes. And there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit. And he cried out. Saying. Now. 
Here it is, he's saying the man cried out. But understand, the demons, the unclean spirits are talking to Jesus through him. He's saying, let us alone. Let us alone. We have, what have we to do with thee, Jesus? What have we? Now, you, you're saying this is a man, but unclean spirits are crying out, saying, what have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee, thou art the Holy One of God. You are the Holy One, Lord Jesus, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. Come out of him. So he spoke to the unclean spirit, and the man's heavy laden was released. Why? Because he came to Jesus like he said. He said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Now his body and his mind is in complete rest. Why? Because he was delivered of a spirit. He was set free because he came to Jesus like he said. He said, I want to give you rest. You take on these heavy laden, these spirits, and they bog your mind, they plague you, and they make you do things. He said, I want to give you rest. Now, he said, not only am I going to give you something, I want you to take something from me. In Matthew 11, he said, Come to me, I will give you rest. And then I want you to do this. I want you to take my yoke. So you were shackled to the unclean spirit. You took on the devil's yoke. Now you want to come to me and I want to give you rest. I want you to take my yoke. See, I'm, I gave you something. I set you free. I delivered you. You came in repentance. You got your healing. You got your deliverance. Now I want you to take something from me. I want you to take my yoke. Take my burdens because they're light. And my yoke, it is easy. So let's understand this easy yoke and this light burden. Well, let me back up a little bit. He said, I will give you rest. He said, learn of me. So now you came to me. I brought you healing. I brought you deliverance. And you are going to be saying, you're going to hear me say, blessed are you of my father because you came to me. And now he's saying the next step for you is to learn of me. Okay, so what do I have to learn? I already, I already heard you preach. I already heard you teach. And I came to you. You brought me deliverance. Well, I need you to learn a little bit about me. Learn of me, he said. Learn of me. Let's go to John, the 13th chapter. John, the 13th chapter. The 15th verse. He says, for I have given you an example. All right, we're going to go back up some. So after he had washed their feet and had taken his garments and was set down again, he said unto them, Know ye what I have done to you. You call me Master and Lord. You came unto me, and you say, Well, for I am so. 
If I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, ye are also to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that ye shall do as I have done to you. What did I do for you? I forgave your sins. I brought healing and deliverance to your life. I released you of these heavy burdens. I gave you rest from your labor. He said, but you need to learn of me because I am an example to you. And you have to do to others as I have done to you. So what 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 is it that we have we have to learn of him because he is our example and we have to do as he has done Philippians 2 He said verse 5 let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus Well how can you get the mind of Christ if you don't learn of him we have to learn of him. Christ has given us instructions in Matthew eleven twenty-seven 27 through 30. We have to come to him first to find rest. We have to do the second thing. We have to learn more about him. He is our example and we have to take on his mind. Let this mind be in you which was in Christ Jesus. 1 Peter 2, 25. He says, for ye were as sheep going astray, but are now returned into the shepherd and bishop of your souls. Come unto me. Learn of me. This is who I am. I am your Lord and master. I am the shepherd and bishop of your souls. I want to give you rest. I want to release you of the heavy burden. If you're shackled to sin and death by Satan, I want to set you free. So the final thing we're going to go back to is the ye easy yoke and light burden. And I talked to you about what that is. 1 John, the fifth chapter, the third verse, it says, For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. Jesus is saying to take my yoke, for it is easy, and my burdens are light. In other words, it's not going to grieve you like the unclean spirits like Satan grieves you. It's not going to grieve you. It's not going to burden your mind and your soul and your spirit down like sin does. It's what Satan do. But if you keep the teachings of God, if you learn of Jesus Christ and keep his teachings, he said they are not grievous to you. You have to learn of him. You come to him first and he will give you rest. Then he said, learn of me. Now he's saying, take my yoke. For it is not grievous of you. It will not make you grievous. 
what does the teach what is the commandments that he's saying and we're going to go to Micah the sixth chapter Micah the sixth chapter the earth eighth verse he has showed thee O man what is good for what doth the Lord require of thee he said that we should keep his commandment right keep his teachings so this is the teaching of God where you would know the yoke is easy and the burden is light it will not be grievous unto you he said this is what I require and if you go to my wordpress page I want you to understand at converting souls international ministries.org and in the search block type in God's requirement I teach on this verse and it says and there's the three-part teaching and I want you to understand it because it is not burdensome to the point where it grieves you it is easy for you if you just follow what God requires and he says to do justly to love mercy and to walk humbly with him to walk humbly with him these are the requirements of God Jesus said if you come to me I'm going to give you something coming to Christ there is an inheritance with that he gives us a whole lot and then he explains we just got to learn something from him learn of him learn all about him and that's why we go to church we learn about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ the bishop and shepherd of our souls and he teaches us how to live how to walk how to talk and it is not grievous and then he says I want you to do something else I want you to take my yoke it's better than what you've had it's better than what you've had Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray that this message of being blessed touch the heart and minds of the believers and those non-believers that they will come to you and you will give them something. Because every time you say, come unto me in your word, you give something in return. All we have to do is receive your invitation. All we have to do is receive your assignment. All we have to do is say yes when you come to us with what you want. God, I thank you that you will eulogize your people and that when others see them, they will see blessed is he that come or she that come in the name of the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. They are blessed. And I ask you and I pray that each and every individual practice blessedness that they are blessed and that they blessed others father I, I thank you for this word and I pray that the hearts of minds of each person hearing will receive and it will not and that their ground will be good ground that your word can open your seed of word can grow thereby in their hearts and their spirits in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen and amen. Peace and blessings to you all.